Welcome to the Making Money in the Music Business podcast, where we share insightful views on a variety of topics in the music industry that can help you make more money from your music business. And now, here are your hosts, Dr. William E. Smith and Kenya McGuire Johnson. Hey, Kenya, we are back. We are back, and we are getting close to our hiatus time, Will. Yeah. Can you believe that? It's December by the time the year. you are hearing this. This is crazy. Yeah, I, I can believe it, and I'm actually kind of <laughs> happy that the year is almost done. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we usually take a little bit of an extended holiday soiree break, um, so we'll only have probably... Uh, maybe one more, I think, after this week, and then we'll we'll mm-hmm. be taking a little bit of break, and then we'll pop back in January. But um, I'm I'm excited because we're continuing our artists on the rise series, Yay. so we have another dynamic, wonderful artist that I know personally. So um, I'll talk more about that. But before you have a goodie for us, yes, I have a music tip. And it's um, re- well, sort of recent news. I think it it happened in September. But um, the Recording Academy, they have established a Black Music Collective, and um, yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> as um, past members and board members, I, I I was on the board of the DC chapter for I can't even remember how many years, but um, yeah, and it, they've they've established this collective to help you know bring in more uh, participation from black artists into the recording academy. And also um, they're, they're just basically trying to push for, forward a few initiatives to, to help, um, I guess, probably bring in other categories. I don't know if that, that's, that's something that's on the table, but I think there's an open slate for mm-hmm. people to, to talk about stuff. But um, it's interesting who's on the board, uh, who's who's <laughs> On the collective, um, they have uh, Jimmy Jam, of course. He's he's been a, um, a very prolific uh, advocate in the in the uh, in the uh, yeah, recording the academy. academy. Yeah. Um, Quincy Jones, um, John Legend, and Sylvia Roan. So uh, they're honorary chairs of the of the BMC Black Music Collective. But there's other people involved. But those are just some some names to be uh, familiar with. But um, but yeah, I thought that was interesting that they are trying to make it sort of, of course, with all of the, the stuff that's happening around um, um, Black Lives Matter and all of those things, uh, uh-huh. that they wanted to take an initiative and and bring in some um, some con- some topics and concerns of the Black community inside of the Recording Academy. Interesting. How did I miss that? Now I'm a part of the Recording Academy. I, you know, right? I did see. I did. Uh, that's bad, right? I did see that Jimmy. I mean, Jimmy Jam has always been very, very active um, with the Recording Academy, and I, I, I believe I saw something, and it was like, oh yeah, Jimmy Jam Recording Academy. Yep, yep. That's always the case, you know. Like, so I don't think right, I paid right. close attention, but. Um, so we can just go online, look that up, and see how what what all that means. Yeah, and I'll, how I'll, you can, I'll send a, a link. For you, when so you can put it in the show notes, and then yeah. people can sort of reach back to it. But the the they said they're trying to uh, share the common goal of amplifying Black voices within the academy and the wider music community. 
So that's sort of, I guess, the mission statement. That's a podcast episode right there. All right. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, good. That's a good tip. Thank you. I had to I wrap try. my notes. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you do a good job, Will. You do a good job. Today's podcast is brought to you by Banzoogle. From garage bands to Grammy winners, Banzoogle powers the websites for thousands of musicians around the world. Their simple step-by-step system will get you online literally in minutes. You can choose from dozens of mobile-friendly templates, then customize your design and content in just a few clicks. Built for musicians by musicians, Banzoogle has all of the features you need for your website and EPK already built in. This includes tools to sell music and merch commission-free right on your website, stream your music with flexible options for music downloads, commission-free crowdfunding and fan subscription features, mailing list tools to grow your fan list and send professional newsletters, integrations to pull in content from your online services, including YouTube, Twitter, and SoundCloud, and live support from their musician-friendly team. Not one, not two, but seven days a week. Banzoogle plans start at just $8.29 per month. Yep, that's what I said, just $8.29 per month. And includes your own free custom domain name. Gotta love that. Go to banzoogle.com to try it for free for 30 days. And be sure to use our promo code, MAKINGMONEYPOD, to get 15% off the first year of your subscription. That's again, Making Money Pod to get 15% off the first year. So now it's time to talk about our guest. And um, like I just mentioned, we are on this whole Artists on the Rise where we are um, inviting artists who maybe the whole world doesn't know on the main stage, but... Um, in the underground world, they are they are rising and they are they are moving and and many of them have been doing this you know for a while their careers have been going um, and we just wanted to make sure that on our podcast um, we give them a platform um, a voice so that we can just keep spreading and paying it forward so other people can get to know who they are. So this week, um, this is an artist who again is a, a really dear friend and just an amazing human like you know beyond her her artistry I just think she's a gift in, in in a light in many many ways and I'm gonna let her tell her story I won't just gush and gush but um <laughs> I'm really excited again because I get to bring such you know really close friends to me that I know the world needs to learn more about and hear hear their voices and what they have to say so welcome Nia Land to our podcast hey, how are you Hello, hello. I'm good. I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. I'm excited. Yes, I absolutely. I'm so glad that we're doing this series because it's artists like you who do so much. Like last week, we had Sherry Amore, and you know she mm-hmm. talked about all the hats she wears. And Neil Land, let me tell y'all. Yeah. Let me tell. Let me tell y'all something. Um, she, she, she puts the H in hustle. Okay. And, and not in a, you know, cause hustle can become kind of, I don't know, sometimes that's too aggressive of a word, but I, I do think that Nia, you do a really amazing job with all that you do. So if you could just share with our listeners what it is you do, um, as an artist and then what got you into this crazy maze of music. 
Oh, man. Okay. Well, thank you. And thank you for the warm introduction. You know, um, I appreciate you all even having this platform for artists uh, like us to kind of share and um, get some exposure for what we do. Um, So I have been a singer and I was thinking about this today, like getting ready, like it's been a while, actually. (laughs) So I've been doing music professionally uh, for about 16 years. Mm. Um, and, uh, I, my first project, my debut album came out in 2006. So that was like, when I like took it on, like, this is what I actually want to do. I'm you know going to pursue this thing. So, um, I did that, um, and have been fully independent the whole time before it was the thing to do. Um, it was just kind of all I knew. Cause I was like, got to get it done mm-hmm. some kind of way. So, um, <laughs> I kind of threw myself in and, you know, kind of developed from there, but, um, being fully independent, but having the opportunity to, uh, actually have access in the industry. Um, so I did a lot of things in the earlier parts of my career, um, working in the industry with a lot of like very uh, notable, legendary artists, really, really a blessing to be able to get um, some of the experiences that I've had. Um, just, I'm trying to think of a few. Uh, so I've worked with a few different people, Chico DeBarge, um, Roy Ayers, uh, Lupe Fiasco, um, uh, a, a bunch of people. Um, MC but more, Light. I think more people. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna get, I was gonna get to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was actually one of the first major things that I did. Um, I sung background for her once, and she took me on tour for four years as her hype girl. Um, wow. so uh, that was an amazing experience. So from there, I got to tour all over the place with some, like some of everybody. I was I was doing a lot of like those legendary hip hop tours. So you got like mm-hmm. the Salt and Pepper, Dougie Fresh, Rakim, wow. Naughty by Nature, like all of this. And I was already like a '90s hip hop girl, so that was just like kid in the candy store for real. Right. Like I was like. It was great. Uh, But I got, I garnered a lot of experience. It was, um, and everyone was so willing to share. Um, So I didn't, I wasn't in a space where it's just like me and them, me, you know, me versus them. They were very inviting. So, you know, just getting wisdom was amazing. Um, So that helped me to like continue on throughout my career. And that led to me doing features with other artists. Um, I've worked with a few, um, a few Chicago uh, known people. Uh, Malik Youssef, who is the awesome uh, writer, spoken word artist. He wrote uh, uh, some pieces on uh, Beyonce's Lemonade. You know, from mm. that he's done a lot of different things. Um, and uh, Kanye West, um, I was a part of a project that he produced. Uh, so that Chicago love mm-hmm. there. Um, and so doing that, just kind of you know made those muscles move and then from there I would begin to do live shows so putting on my own events became a big thing so I've done a lot of stuff in live show production um both personally and um as an artist liaison to other artists in doing production management uh so I've uh produced uh shows um and managed uh for Sheila E uh Shaka mm. Khan the OJs wow. the Whispers SOS band Shantae Moore uh, so a lot of oh, people Oh no um, she just dropping these bands yeah. like trying to, I'm trying to write it <laughs> well, down see, and you know what this is the thing this is the thing I do not I do not like to name drop but because of the nature of this like podcast you know I just yeah. want to kind of you know right, make information right. on but I I very seldomly tell people that I've done this. So like, you can go look it up, but I don't really, because I really like, I like for my work to speak for itself. Not like, oh, she only did that because she was working with this person or that person. It's like, no. Yeah. So 
I, I, I let it out when, when it's necessary, but I don't right, always right. talk about it. So a lot of people don't know some of the stuff that I've done. Um, but yeah, so just lots of experiences in the industry. So that's why I like that the tie in, like with what you all do, even with this podcast, the working in the industry, like the business aspect, I, I had to garner a lot uh, throughout my career that's helping me today. So some stuff right. that I did 10 years ago is just now manifesting and being effective yeah. today because I, you know, it had to work its way out. So hmm, um, that's, that so yeah, now like I'm just doing that. That sounds like a theme oh, yeah, with our yeah. podcast. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. It's that. It's like that. Um, this is not a, a day, you know, one day turnaround type of situation. The, right. The shipping mm-hmm. and delivering is extensive. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, well, so. I, I want to go back to uh, something that you said that that you just said in passing. You were the hype girl. For MC Light now, what, now MC Light is hype. So if you're the hype oh, girl yeah. for yeah. MC Light, yeah. <laughs> uh, what 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 was that like? And and you know how 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 was that experience for you in terms it was, of building your it career? It was yeah, it was an amazing experience. It's interesting because and I, we might get into this later. I don't know, but it was definitely something I had to trust and go kind of thing because mm-hmm. it was not that was not the plan at all. I was initially brought on to sing background for a couple of songs while she was in town and um, me and another artist were supposed to do it together. Long story short, the other artist quit the night before the show and they're like, Nia, you're up. You got to handle it all by yourself. And so (laughs) me being, me being the hip hop already, I'm like, well, let me try, you know, throw this in here, throw this in there. So I started Uh to do that. And then she's like, wait a minute. You know, so that became something that we did. We did another show, another show. Then after that, it's like, okay, you're, you're up. So um, it became an actual thing that I kind of was placed in. And um, so I just kind of sat with her, learned what she liked and, you know, tried to feed off of the the energy that she gave on stage and complimented her and didn't overpower. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, so it just, it just became a thing. So that's another thing with me being a singer and I, and people hear hyper, they're like, how, like, how does that work? Like, I thought you were a singer. What are you doing <laughs> rapping? So my right. hip hop got to come out, my inner hip hop, <laughs> yeah. you know, so sometimes I can, I can do that. So, That's but it was a great experience. Um, she's, she's amazing. She's do, doing even amazing things now. Um, and yeah. she's always been just so humble and willing to help. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was awesome. That's wow. amazing. It's so funny. I have a funny story. This is way before I had ever met Nia. We, um, where I used to live, our neighbor, I, I happened to be out of town, but, um, my family had called me while I was out of town. They're like, you know, MC Light is next door performing and la, la, la. And I was like, what? What do you mean she's next door? It's like at our neighbor's house. She's there. They got this hype girl and she's all la, la. And so this was, this would have been you. Like, you know, so, so it's yeah. in hindsight mm-hmm. that I'm like, oh my God, that was Because they were like just flipping out like, oh my God, we got to figure out how we can go over there. <laughs> and see, yeah. you know, and so they ended up going over there. And they saw you and it was just kind of like, yeah. oh, okay. And then time fast forward, ding dong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we like, yeah, because hey. I remember I came to your house and I was like, this looks familiar. <laughs> I feel like I've been over here for something. <laughs> it's like, I did a show over here with MC Light in a basement. Yeah. She's like, I know. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yes. okay. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> That's so, it's just such a yeah. small world. But yes. Wow. yes. So, Will, I'll let you ask your, well, you well, did ask I, the question, I guess, about the hype. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but um, I'm sort of. I want to tie in a, a lot of that actually, because <clears throat> I want to see um, 
what do you what do you think now with the the benefit of hindsight of looking back on all of these these uh um, experiences that you have what were some of the actions that you, that you think you took that actually helped to create um some of these opportunities for you and and how did you i guess uh, what what do you think it is that you that you did or what's some habits that you have uh or some a way of looking at things or philosophy whatever it is what what is it that you think uh that that you were doing that created these opportunities for you um i would say the main thing that i can definitely say is i i was always teachable I think mm. that helped me because sometimes you can enter a situation and ensure you have to be confident in what you do and all of that. But there has to be a moment where you're willing to say, what more, where can I, where can I improve? What more do you need? You know, getting feedback and actually taking it and applying it and doing better. Um, mm. So I think that that played a role because people could trust me to get it. So it's like I can get an instruction or whatever it is and I'm going to take it back and like sit with it and I'm going to come back and, you know, give you excellence. So like really being intentional. I mean, it's not just about like, because that was a different situation I'm doing background. So this could apply across the board, just in in any room that you're um, uh, able to be in, you just have to capitalize in that room and make yourself, make it so that when you leave the room that people remember that you were there and why mm-hmm. did they remember that you were there? What, what was your impact when you were in the room? Not because you were all over the place and in everyone's face, but mm-hmm. how did you respond? Like, were you just so excited that you, and you can be honorable and like be excited because you you're with somebody that you admire, but there's a level to where like, let them be human too, because they see this all day. So you right, want to go right. into, you know, treat people like people and, you know, don't, you know, drool all over them, you know, just like kind of be, be present, be in the moment, you know, and be respectful and, you know, respect people's time and, and all of that. So I think, um, me just being there, being able to like to discern in the room that I'm in and make sure that I'm being impactful and I'm not just being there and I'm just kind of just, I'm here, but it's nothing to me being here. So I want you to be able to right. leave and say, oh, there was this girl that I saw there. Who was she? What, you know, what's she about? Right. You know? So just right. doing it. And, and and also feeling like you don't have to over explain yourself at the moment. So sometimes you may be like, oh, I'm never going to see you again. So I just want to tell you. <laughs> right. It can be like overwhelming. So it's like, just right. chill, relax, you know, state your claim or whatever, but you don't have to be overbearing. So just pace yourself. And if you believe in what you do, then you'll know that opportunities will continue to present themselves and everything isn't like so dire, desperate, urgent, you know, so you just kind of mm-hmm. chill yeah. out. Sometimes. Wow. Yeah. That's powerful. Good. Great. Yeah. That's, that's, that's perfect. Cause I, I know all of us sort of had the, I mean, you know, Kenya and I have definitely had these experiences, you know, you're just around some of your musical idols and you're, you're mm-hmm. trying to, I, how, what am I going to do or say, I don't want to, you know, mm. put this, make this person feel uncomfortable, <laughs> but, uh, right. you know, yeah. I want to be able to, to at least get some information and at least, you know, share whatever I have, you know, it's, it, yeah, it's an awesome opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That was yeah. fantastic how you just said that as far as, um, well, from even saying being teachable, which, oh my goodness. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> yes, please. Yes. Being teachable. I, I can't I can't even we, we need to have a, an episode on that because I, I think <laughs> yeah, people, yeah. really seriously that that is such a key part of being successful, period. 
Um, and that goes not, you know, it goes beyond music. Um, I know like in sports, um, when my kids are in sports and stuff, one of the biggest things the coaches always say, we need a kid who's coachable. Like he may not Mm -hmm. be the top of the talent, but if he is hungry and, and coachable and teachable and he can learn how to do this, you know, and, and be a valuable, become a valuable asset, we'll pick him all day long over the kid that has Mm -hmm. the talent, but can't, you can't tell him nothing. And um, it's the same thing, you know, when it comes to, you know, when you're collaborating with musicians and working with people, it's like, you know, I can't have somebody who's not willing to open themselves and try new things and, you know, be flexible and and learn what it is I, you know, this other artist may be bringing to the table. So that was huge, 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 huge. And I, I think it makes a lot of sense knowing you and all the things that you do. So, um so I have a question. So, yeah, these opportunities. And I, you know, it's funny because Nia has shared with me, you know, I knew about these people that she, but I'm like, oh, yeah. So I'm jotting down like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, she did work with. Um, <laughs> so after working with, you know, and doing from production side to, you know, hype girl background features, what kind of inspired you? You know what? I still want to just focus on. Neoland. Because some people will decide, you know, this is fine. Let me just focus on always mm-hmm. being the feature or, you know, kind of, you know, yeah. maybe a little bit more in the background. What made you decide, no, I want to shift this a bit? Um, so the the goal was never to do any of the things that I did, right? So <laughs> the experiences, they just kind of came and they flow, but that was never like, oh, I want to do background for MC Light. That wasn't, I just, you know, that wasn't mm-hmm. what I set out to do. But mm-hmm. um, I think what it was, I I, res- I wanted to be able to see where things could go. Um, so I was just open. So sometimes I think people pursue things because they, they want to pursue things at the top level and they'll understand the groundwork that goes into it. So I was okay with being able to do some things here and there behind the scenes or not be, you know, at the forefront um, so that I can develop and build and just get the wisdom. And then when it's my time, when it's actually my time to do it, then I can do it well. So it was always the intention. And honestly, it's not, it wasn't even a choice. It was kind of like, this is what, it's just, it's just in me. And I know that that's what like I'm called to do. So I couldn't really resist it. You know, how there are things in life that you try to like escape and it's like, they always circle back around to you. So mm-hmm. um, that was definitely one of those things where, where I could have gotten complacent and said, Oh, I'll just, you know, just continue to do these things like in the shadows and all of that. And that's fine. But somehow or another, someone will call me like, Hey, I need you to do this you know, feature, or I need you to come out and do this or be in the forefront in this way. So it always followed me. And so it was actually something I had to resolve that, okay, no matter what I do, this thing is going to continue to be right at my neck. So let me just figure (laughs) out what it means for me so that I can, you know, do what I need to do and do it well. So um, I've always, I've always wanted to just be purposeful in everything that I did. So as long as every opportunity aligned with something meaningful, um, it was something that I will pursue. And I know that eventually the dots would connect and come back around to me as like the, the, the artist artist. So once I got okay with that, um, then stuff would just flow out from there. Right. Right. So, well, uh, I think, uh, you, you've got, uh, many talents and I think that's why, you know, the people see certain things that jump out and, and want to use you in different capacities. 
And I wanted to uh, speak to that that other talent that you you sort of uh, focusing in on creating visuals for your your yeah. uh, your music because um, I checked out the website and I'm I'm seeing you know a lot of focus on uh, sort of like movie film type of leanings. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah. talk talk to us about you know that that endeavor and how you you're stepping into that world. Yeah. So. Um one of the things that um, I've also had to resolve because there was a time where I think that we were told you can only be one thing and that's it. You you have to stay in this box and you can't expand or be anything else. And so I struggled with that because it was like, okay, I can't do anything else, but I feel like I can do this and I can do that. And this opportunity is happening, this opportunity is happening, but what do I do if I'm only supposed to stay right here? And so Mm -hmm. I had to kind of resolve and make peace with the fact that it is very possible for you to be, to expand and to do more. And you should, because as we know now, life changes, the world changes. We don't know everything Mm -hmm. that's going to happen from day to day. So you need to be able to adapt and adjust. So you need to be aware of what's in you and what, you know, what gifts and skills that you have within you and how you can make the most of that. Some things might just be just for like, you know, hobby, just for you to like, you know, self-care or your personal therapy, whatever types of things. But there are some things that you actually have to pull on and cultivate because it's for something else. And um, just as we see some of like these major mainstream artists that are, you know, they may be singers, but then they have fashion. Like one person that I really, um, I really, really respect um, is Rihanna. Um, because she, you know, she's definitely a singer and an artist and we know that and people love her music and they want to hear her music, but she was in a space where she could say, Hey, appreciate that. But I also have other things I want to do. Like I want to endeavor in fashion. I want to endeavor in the skincare and the beauty care and all this stuff. And she did it and she did it well Mm -hmm. and she can still do that. And I think I I recently heard, um, uh, an interview with something that she said, like, I do want to continue to create music, but I just want to create music because I want to create music, not because I'm a machine or because I have to do this, but I can do it all. So just knowing that you don't have to do every single thing or sometimes people will try to find stuff to do, but it's like, no, what can you, what's in you? Like, let's figure mm-hmm. out what's actually in you to do and like build upon that. So, sorry, I'm kind of getting away from your question, but to the visual part, yeah. that's what happened. So for me, <laughs> um, I will find myself just kind of getting interested in things um, or really what it came from was I need to do this or like, for example, visuals. Um, it really kind of came out last year. Um, I've done music videos and things before, but last Last year, I released a project called Inside Out, and that was um, kind of like a declaration to the fact that I was going to embrace me being everything that I could. So I was very intentional about uh, being very involved in this project. So from directing it to uh, doing the set design to like writing the music to arranging things, I really want to be involved, not so that I could take all the credit, but so that I can say like, it's okay to know what to know your strengths and to know what you're good at and to know that there's more in you than what maybe people just want to accept you as. And so that's what inside out was about, like getting everything out. So from that, that kind of like ignited something in me, like I really do kind of like to create experiences and visuals. So what can I do to continue to like do that? And so that's what I'm doing now. So even the music is always the core, the music is always home. Um, but there's nothing wrong with me being a music, a musician that also does this or a musician that also does that. Cause it can always tie back around to the music and, you know, kind of expand out. So it's actually something that I, I like really love to do. I, I at one point thought I was going to be actress. I wanted to be on Nickelodeon when I was younger. Um, but, um, <laughs> 
you know, it didn't work out in that way as a kid. I can't, you know, can't get on there now like that. But um, <laughs> I've always had, I just like creative, you know, theatrical stuff. So um, it's just, it's just kind of like a, nat- a natural evolution into just a new space where I can just create and allow my music to kind of like be seen in another way other than just listen to my song. It's just, it's just mm-hmm. another way to create that space. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I I love the shorts, and it's funny because I kind of have that. You know, I love I love film, and um, it's film to music is like like heaven for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, which is why I do enjoy music videos. But you're creating more than just a music video. They they are for sure shorts. These are not. So I want our guests to understand these are not just. Um, or singing a song and it's, it's an experience. And mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me, how did you, is that something that you, did you like just, you know what, I'm just going to try how, you know, you talked about directing and producing and did you do anything? Mm-hmm. How did you develop those skills or did you just trial and error go out there? Um, it, it was definitely stepping out because one of the things that I I struggled with for a while. Um, I I would allow myself to be stagnant because I didn't see a template for what I believed I wanted to do. So sometimes we're like, I have an idea. Who else has done it? So I can see how they did it. But there were so many things that I was looking to do and I couldn't figure, like, I don't see anyone doing this. So then I would kind of feel like, well, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I don't see this right Mm -hmm. because I can't find anybody. But I had to resolve that there are just some things in life that, you know, that I was gifted with that I'm going to have to just, be the template for so that someone else down the line can look and say, Oh, I have an idea. Oh, there's mm-hmm. this artist named Neela who did something like that. Check that out. Yeah. So I have to yeah. be okay with that. So I think that it stifled me for a moment, but then once I thought about it, cause you know, you think about, it, especially like in the social media age, like, well, people like this, the people are all, you know, it has to look like this or that way. That's how people pay attention. But I had to like erase all of that and just say, Hey, there's something that I see. I can't really explain it, but I can show it to you. If you want to look at it, great. Let (laughs) it, you know, be what it is. If you don't, that's fine. But this is, you know, what I have to do to, to kind of get this out of me and into the world because it's for somebody. It may not be who for, it may not be for who I think, but it's Mm -hmm. for someone. So let me just get it where it needs to go and it'll do the rest from there. Mm. So, yeah. Very. I mean, that that takes a lot of audacity, honestly, Mm -hmm. in a really positive Mm -hmm. way, in a really positive way. And um, I don't know, Will, if you had a question, but I I do want to talk just a little bit about audacity. Um, Go ahead. Because I think, yeah, I I think that as artists, we we can't shy away from our personal audacity. And I I know that when I saw your short, The Inside Out, I, I mean, that that was so powerful to me. And it was because you, it was to me, it was the audacious nature of it saying, this is who I am. And I'm going to present this to you in a way that you, you know, may not never have really experienced um, an independent artist really putting it out there this way. Um, And so where does that come from? Where does that, is that just Nia was like that since she was two, she was just always the girl that, or just that something that you had to like (laughs) become and embrace and decide like, this audacity of mine needs to come out like. Yeah. Yeah. No, that definitely was not something that I just always was. Now I was always different. I was always kind of like the oddball or whatever, but for so long I lived in that as, um, a means to like hide. So I just like, Oh, I'm, I'm weird or, you know, and I just kind of 
try to stay away from everybody or just like, oh, you know, I just my brain does these weird things and I don't, you know. So it was mm-hmm. something it was an it, it was an insecurity at a point. It was something I was mm-hmm. insecure about when it was actually something I should have embraced. So for right. such a long time, I held all of this stuff in and it got heavy because it, it didn't go anywhere and it didn't go anywhere because it wasn't supposed to, it was supposed to come out, you know, something yeah. I was supposed to, to do. So I had to grow that audacity for sure. And what that came from was personal reflection, personal healing, and really having to deal with the inside of me and why I feel like I can't be my full self. Like, why do I feel like I can't show up? And a big part of that came from me understanding that there were like, you know, relationships that uh, people that I was surrounded by who saw greatness in me but because they saw it they either wanted to take what they could take for their own mm-hmm. you know benefit mm-hmm. or they want to shrink that down because if you get any bigger that's going to knock me off to the side so let me let yep. you think that you don't have yeah. it even though i see yeah. that you do so yeah. once i had to identify that that's when i had to i got free so so god got me out of that because i had to really like change my way of thinking and understand like no this is not a bad thing you have to embrace this because it's a part of who you are you're you're actually not living as yourself you're living underneath your purpose and that mm-hmm. can't that can't mm-hmm. work so mm-hmm. yeah wow yeah that's Ooh, yeah. Uh, i know will's a, gonna, a will's gonna jump right on there. that man. i would tell you that now <laughs> sorry i mean said. yeah <laughs> no, yeah and i, I mean, think these conversations don't happen a lot i think no. that more it, it we need to normalize the creative process from the standpoint of like getting your inner self together to create because some people think that the more terrible their life is or the more stressed out and anxious right. and whatever then that's where they're going to create from it's like no get free so that what you produce <laughs> can help other people like you can't be right. all depressed and down your whole life trying to make albums like get it together yeah. you know so yeah uh. yeah which yeah, is why I'm, I'm doing my mindset reset masterclass. Like that that's exactly <laughs> what you just said needs to be the mm-hmm. caption. Um by the time this airs, the master the first <laughs> one I'm the, the first of the two that I'm doing is on December 9th and that's exactly is that we can't keep as artists suppressing ourselves or doing these weird mind tricks that sabotage ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like we have to we have to go inside be free and let it come out. So, yeah. Well, I, I, I'm I'm gonna drop 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 a word down uh, that uh, that may that may make some folks uncomfortable. But uh, what what you were talking about right there uh, is it's interesting because the people that show up to us that we think are trying to take our energy, it's really those thoughts that are happening inside of us that actually attracted that person to us. So. Mm-hmm. It's it's our own doubts, our own fears. Yeah. And when yeah. we when we actually give the space for that, that's when those people show up. So yeah, yeah there's, there's a true. whole other science to that. But yeah, yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's it's true. It's so true. And yeah. so so this has been fantastic. We're getting a little close on our time, but I wanted to ask because it is COVID. And you've done something kind of special during your COVID time. But I, I, in general, before we get to the special, how have you, <laughs> we've asked every guest this because we can't not ask this, is, you know, how have you been coping during this and, and what have you been doing um, to, to get through this period? Yeah, so um, it's definitely been a challenging time. And I think that people that don't do like, 
music or creative arts, they really don't get like how different it is for artists. Like, I don't think they really, really know, especially if you're a full-time artist, because that's what I am. Like I'm, I do this full-time. So to, to say, you know, all those shows you were going to plan, you're not doing nothing. Like, you know, so it's been, it's been an interesting time. So I can say first, I definitely had to like wrap my, my, as much as I could wrap my brain around what I was in, like, just be present in the moment and feel what I need to feel. But from there, um, uh, I had to figure out how I wanted to capitalize on this time. Because even though it's it can be a lot and there's a lot going on that's negative, if you don't come out of this year having a renewed sense of who you are and what you can do, um, then that's a problem. So I definitely had to spend a lot of time figuring out like, where could I be doing better or, you know, what more mm-hmm. could I be doing or what, you know, what needs to change or, and all these things. So just getting a new perspective, even as myself, as an artist, like, okay, you can't do a show. Like you literally cannot. So what are you going to do? If, you know, what do you have when you don't have anything? What, what are you going to do? And so it, it pressed me into like really being a lot more creative and thoughtful about um, the experiences that I want to continue to create um in this in this time because it's it's hard to do a lot but if you really take your brain off of all of the negative parts of it you can you can find a lot i mean we have all this time like how many times yeah. have we said oh i i wish i had so much time i wish i had more time to do whatever right, right. you have the time so what are you yeah. going to do with the time so you can't you can't use that excuse anymore oh, i didn't have <laughs> right. time you did have time we all the entire world had time you had time Right. So what did you do? Right. So right. just, yeah, just being very intentional about making the most of my time. And, you know, I've gotten a whole bunch of stuff together, even like with my personal business, um, musically getting stuff in order and all of that. So it's been, it's been a good time for me to kind of get some stuff in order and structured. So now I'm even more excited about the future because there's some stuff that I probably would have never done had this not right. happened. Cause I wouldn't have quote unquote had the time. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Well yes, said. Yes, and yes. Well said. Yeah. 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 Well, if so, you could uh, yeah. share share with people um, your your social media and how how people can get in contact and actually check out some of your music, um, that'd be great. And also any projects that you're working on. Yes. Yes. So um, my information across the board is Neoland Music. So you can. It's neoland.com, but there's a neolandmusic.com too. Um, and then I'm at Neoland Music everywhere. So that's uh, N-I-A-L-A-N-D-M-U-S-I-C. So Neoland Music on everything. Um, you can look me up. I have stuff everywhere. Music is available on all the digital music platforms as well. Um, as far as projects, um, funny thing, we're talking about all this COVID. So while I had these plans to do like all of these live performances and stuff this year, that turned into um, me creating music because I was like trying to just figure some stuff out and I wasn't really getting, I was getting frustrated and that's a whole nother conversation about like just the mental strain as an artist in this time. But um, I used that, that time and those feelings to create. So I wrote some music out and at first I thought I was just writing because I just need to get it off my chest. But then that turned into like, wait a minute, this is a song. And then it was like, wait a minute, this is another song. And then wait a minute, it's another (laughs) Mm -hmm. song. And then it's like, wait a minute, I see something. This could be a visual thing. So then even tying that in, I went in and, you know, got my crew together. We filmed a whole, um, short. So, um, 
It's called uh, Words and Sounds to Quarantine To. Um, and it's a audiovisual EP. So it's music and it's accompanied with an actual visual. Um, I did actually just uh, have a watch party to privately premiere um, the, the, the music and the visual. Um, and I'm going to do that a couple of more times. Um, and then it's going to come out publicly at a later date. But you can look me up and you can get information on where you can view it. Because that's another thing as artists, we have to also capitalize on the fact that people aren't going out, so they're not coming to your show. So why don't you bring the show to them? So this is a way to like, you know, really take advantage of like those opportunities to create content and just like market that content and monetize it. um, And don't feel like you have to come out with, you know, a million albums and a million videos every day just to <laughs> right, find right. something that you yeah. can you can kind of work and give to your to your um, supporters and that they kind of keep up with what you're doing. So I'm doing these private watch parties for my um, this project, and so it's like a it's a short for us. It's, it's very dramatic. I don't know. You just have to see it. But um, I'm 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 in I'm in rare form. I'll say that I'm in very rare form. But it is it's a short. Um, it's about like. 15, 20 minutes long. So it's like a whole thing. Nice. And that's awesome. music with nice. it. So it's, yeah. So yeah, that's what I'm, what's going on with me now. Perfect. That's Perfect. awesome. That's so awesome. We'll make sure that, you know, of course we're going to include, include all that in our show notes, but definitely you guys make sure you check out Nia Land. She's really all you can, you can hear all the creativity and, and I think her music mm-hmm reflects all of that but it's still really strong like sometimes people can say they're all things and then you're like what when you listen but that mm-hmm. is not <laughs> that's not Neil land when you when you listen it all comes together really beautifully so um thank you thank you thank, thank you so you. much thank for you. doing this thank you thank yeah, you for having me absolutely great. you gave some really really strong um tips and words and food for thought i I just Mm -hmm. really hope that people who are listening you know really need to kind of probably replay some of this because you were you gave some really heavy food for thought and i think um we're in a season where this is what artists are gonna have to do they're gonna have to dig deep we can no longer passively do this thing um yeah so yeah awesome all right william another great one you're welcome you're welcome yep Thanks. All right, we're gonna we All got right. one more I think week, one more episode before our break. That's and, it. Uh, yeah, we'll take a. It, it ain't it it, but it's kind of it. Yeah. Well, for the season. <laughs> for the season. When, for, that's it for 2020. For 2020, yes. yes. Yeah. So. All, right, All right, y'all. See you guys next week. Take care. Yep. Take care. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. If you would like to join our new artist development program, the 3MB Club, please contact us via email at 3mbpodcast at gmail.com. Please subscribe to our podcast on your podcast player and leave us a rating and review. Also, please leave us a comment on our Facebook or Instagram page. And if you would like to contact us about a specific topic, you can email us at 3mbpodcast at gmail.com.